All right, people, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know Art of the Trek is a great place to plan your backpacking trips. Our friends over at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add things like campsites, trailheads, and scenic locations to their public map. The good news is that you can now add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. That's pretty cool. If you have something like a favorite campsite, trailhead, or a scenic location that you'd like to share with others, please head over to artofthetrek.com, turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu, and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best trips possible. If you contribute at least a dozen or so of these, Art of the Trek is going to send you a free swag bag. That's pretty sweet. We're live. I know. But wait, what, what were you reading about? I was reading about the Britney Spears conservatorship. Like the, the custody battle with her dad? It's not a custody battle. It's she wants out of her conservator, conservator, conservatorship. Conservatorship? Yeah. What is that? You don't know what that is? Like, what's a conservative? Is it like... so? so oh, because like, like she, she was no, so out of her mind, she couldn't like maintain... She has, she has like no legal control over her finances, over her... This is crazy. Over her body. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Welcome back here. Uh, if you're just coming in, uh, you're just joining a heated conversation about Britney Spears. Uh, it's, messed, I do, it's messed up. Um, it's messed up. Uh, mute that. I, I do... Um, well... <laughs> We do have a lot of backpacking things to talk about. <laughs> what were you saying here? So, okay. First, what are we drinking? Oh, we're drinking Yellowstone. So this is a great uh, store pick from the liquor barn down in uh, Kentucky. Um, so we're going to get this point. All right. All right. Let's discuss the Britney Spears thing really quick. Okay. So uh, if I, from the article that I read, and th- there's been a bunch of information that's come out because audio got leaked of a court case. Okay. Uh, she's going to court right now to get her. I believe she's trying. I can't. I don't know if she's trying to get out of the conservatorship or get her dad off. Can you it. just do a quick Google on what the, the dictionary definition of this word is? Well, I'll t- uh, so basically her life is owned by a trust. Okay. And and there is a. Do we there, need to call in the legal help for the third mic? <laughs> yeah. And and base and so, she can't do anything. Get this, she can only travel to right now to Hawaii or Louisiana. That's the only outside of California. <laughs> no, here, dude. Here's the messed up thing. Okay. She's. This is so messed up. She's on forced birth control. Wait. Yes. A minute. Yeah. Is and, this and, real? Yeah. And. And she has to, um, uh, wait, for a wait. while, she's, she was, she's legally sterilized. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. She, she wants to have a child, but she's not legally allowed to. Okay. I, I do. How did this happen? Her dad got it. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, she's had some, I mean, she's a child star. They have all those, you know, she's had it rough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, she's no, being no. sterilized yeah. against her will. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. This is real. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. No, I. I. I don't doubt that you are telling the truth. Yeah. I just. I. I want to peel back the layers of this onion a little bit. Yeah. I mean, what and, it's, what, maybe we'll just have to do a whole separate Britney Spears podcast. <laughs> free bit, do you think? Free bit, do you think free we could get her agent on the phone? <laughs> Her her agent. I don't know if she ha- is allowed to have an agent, or is it her agent have to be chosen by the trust? Now get this. So she refuses to work now because her um because her income is. Dude, this is so good. I know her income's controlled by 
There, there's her father own. Her father is in charge of some part of her life, and then there's actually a firm that specializes in these that controls another part. Free Britney. I know it's it's. it's if a, you had a child kid star, I would totally lock that up. Like, yeah. would you? Uh, she's had a spell. When she's, she's also yeah. Crazy. This is true. She's also forced uh, medication and mandatory three times a week therapy. She, Whoa. She, she is legally forced to take lithium. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can get her on the show. <laughs> I don't think she's legally allowed to. No, it's, Hey, it's, Brittany, what got you into backpacking? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 uh, like, uh, I was watching some YouTube things where some lawyers, like every once in a while I watch these like lawyers break down things. Oh, that, that would be cool. And, uh, they, the, this, this attorney was breaking down like the, like the, why they, why conservatorships exist for people who are like super famous. No, not super famous, like men, mentally incompetent, I think. And I so enjoy like, the people joining the chat now are like, what are we talking about? Yeah. All right, here's All the right. deal. All right. Right before, and we're going to talk about real things. Don't worry. I have a whole list of things to discuss. Um, the conservatorships before, are usually used for control of senior citizens. Oh, right before, <laughs> literally right before I clicked the stream button, Andy started telling me about this thing with Britney Spears. Oh, it's, 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 and it just sounded too weird. And then I clicked the stream button, but I still wanted to hear what this was about. <laughs> so that's why we're talking about this Britney Spears conservatorship where apparently she like doesn't legally own aspects of her like life and well-being. And she's forced to take birth control and antidepressants. Yep. And forced to like see a therapist by choice of the. But d- the didn't fuck. she? This is my own. I don't want to keep asking questions. Didn't she have to legally sign this? No, it was. I don't, she didn't agree to it. Never. Like she's. I'm assuming she was over the age of 18 when this happened. I don't know the history of it. Okay. I don't know. All right. So. But they. I mean, it was. They. Like her father. I knew she had a really weird controlling dad. Yeah. And so she was, I think over the last couple of years, she's able to get her father like only to be able to control a certain portion. And then she's got a firm that controls the rest of it. Dude, her dad must be loaded then. He gets 1%. Oh, interesting dynamic. So he's he's not in it for the money. No, the money's a lot. Well, well, he gets 1% though. He gets one. Well, he was getting 1% of her earnings. Like this is for years. So, well, yeah. Back, so he's got a lot of money there. Yeah. I say like 1%. She's probably, you know, she's probably doing fine now, but she's not like, she, I mean, she's, she's a resident show on the Vegas strip. I not, guess, not anymore. She stopped doing it because she wasn't it. getting paid. No, because she didn't want her father to get paid. I like it. Yeah. I will say though, if I had some child star that was like, I'll be like, yeah, we're signing all sorts of stuff. Like if you're like eight years old and it's like, like some Justin Bieber stuff where you're like making bank, right? You kind of have to. Well, yeah, but not to like, not to legally like control her life. Like No, but you're taking, you're taking control. But, but like, you know, Hey, you know, a third of the money goes here. A third of the money goes here. No, I'm like, no, I raised you. I'm like either the agents are getting this money or I'm getting the money. Like, you know, you gotta, you have to protect them from like, you know, shark agents and stuff. Yeah. But then it's just like. Yeah, sure. As a child star, I, I, I guess I can get behind it. But you know what? Oh, here, I just, uh, sorry, I'm reading the comments. It's her damn money. She entered into this to be able to see her children. Okay, that, 
Yeah, because was that the trade off? Like, maybe. I'll sign this stuff and I get to see my kids. Yeah, I guess kind of have I to. I don't know the history of it, but it, like, it's all coming out. Well, pieces of it are coming out right now because audio got leaked. I didn't even know this was in the news. Yeah, it just got leaked. Yeah, go, go go ask Allie. I know, right? She's probably watching. Once again, um, my <laughs> wife is worthless when it comes to these sorts of legal questions. Her legal air of expertise is nothing that we've ever encountered on this podcast or in life in general so she'd be like oh she's like i don't do that it's fair she's yeah. like i can't legally comment on that it's, it's true yeah um all right okay well uh Brittany, if you ever want to come on no, the no, podcast no, no, but, and tell your side of it we'll skype you in but but you see you see you see all like over the years you've seen like all the hashtag free Britney stuff and now you're learning more about the, like, this is why yeah you're learning more about how psycho it is yeah, that is crazy. But now, in in defense of this whole like legal thing she's in, she did go off the rails. Yes, yes. Like years ago, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, but there's shouldn't there be a process where like you get your shit together and then you can like you would think there'd be some stipulation in this legally binding thing she's in, where it's like, hey, I got my shit together for a few years, uh, I get my life back. Alex was telling me today that apparently Amanda Bynes is in one too. Really? Yes. All these like child stars. At least Britney's like somewhat famous still. Amanda Bynes. Nobody cares about Amanda Bynes anymore. <laughs> Her five minutes of fame is up. All right. Okay. Sounds awful. Free Britney. <laughs> um, I look forward to learning more about this. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll do a whole podcast on it. Oh, do we, yeah, do we have yeah. like an agent? <laughs> do we have like a, someone we can come in and like like the Britney podcast? Let's like get, we did the UFO podcast. We'll get John to do some. We'll get John to research it, dude. I. Uh, I was reading about some crazy outdoor conspiracy theories today, and I think we should do a whole show on them. Yeah. Have you heard about this thing in Russia in the late 50s? Mm, what is it? I don't know. All right. Um, God, I can't pronounce the name. It starts with a D. It's called like the, the Datyuk Pass incidents, or it's, it's a, it was in 1959. And we're, we should just do a whole podcast on this with, with John or somebody. John, um, John knows about it. John's also doing a bunch of stuff about D.B. Cooper right now, which would be cool to talk about. So this story, and I'll just give you the highlight cliff notes, and the late 50s in Russia, um, a group of like very experienced people uh, went out into the mountains to just do like an overnight camp. Um, I think it was like eight or nine of them. And um, they, they, have an, they think they know what happened, but basically what what happened was they found all these people dead um, and they, it was, it's really weird. Is like, there, is that where they have the camera? They have no, like, no cameras. There was a, there was another similar incident, but it was in the winter. This was in the winter. Were they like skiing? No, okay. they were just camping and they just found them. I forget how far diet, past. Diet yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in the chat. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And they were all dead and they all like half of them died from like blunt force injuries you know, half of them died from hypothermia. Um, they're like, uh, like their tents were like ripped open and they like, they don't know what yeah, happened. Dialov passed and said, no, yeah, I seen, will I've say this. No, because they're what they're, they recovered a camera. That's right. They recovered a camera. Hence why they have some of these pictures. Of oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. But not like a camera of the actual events. No, Just, no, no, okay. no, because they had, I remember this. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, although I will say they opened up a new investigation and they're saying an avalanche. That kind of makes sense. Like if an avalanche was coming at night and you, and you heard it coming, you know, like you'd, you'd rip out of your tents, run in. And then if you got caught in the avalanche, you'd probably sustain some sort of like tissue damage, bone damage. Yeah. It's, it's, it's 
blunt force. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they're saying, but it's still a really weird story. Anyway, there's a whole host of outdoor related conspiracy theories, and I think we should do a whole show on it. Yep. In fact, I we, know we're going to. Yeah. Just decided. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. So, um, happy June, everybody. It's been a few weeks since we've done this. Um, I was traveling. Just busy stuff. You know, basically what has happened here, uh, if you followed us on Instagram, we've been doing a lot of traveling. Um, lost a whole lost a whole year of traveling because of COVID, so. But not really. I mean, kind of really. We, we travel. You know what's funny? I was talking to somebody about this. This is really good. I traveled more. Not to like, I traveled. That's because you could work from home. Though. Right, right. Yeah. I traveled more because I could do more remote work, but uh, I flew more. Than I typically do. Well, no, because I had business travel. But like, we didn't take you didn't take a lot of personal trips during no. COVID. You know, like you weren't going to Mexico for a week. Uh, no, you know, what you mean have. like Hilton Head. Yeah, you guys did that before COVID. So anyway, we did a lot of personal travel uh, the last like two months. Uh, I was in Mexico. Uh, you've been going up to Lake Erie. Uh, and he just had his wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, congrats. It's fifth, fifth year. Fifth year. Fifth year wedding anniversary. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. So we got all that that stuff past us. Um, next month, actually, relatively soon, um, we're going to do uh, four nights, five days in Colorado. Uh, we have a whole podcast on the planning of that trip. Um, the plan is to mostly stick to that plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to basically do a, a, a pretty we're going to do a segment of the Colorado trail and then like scoop up and knock off one to two 14 ers on the way. So we got that going. Um, uh, yeah, it depends on how good a shape Bryce is in. Bryce is coming <laughs> on that. Uh, Bryce, uh, is he, he's not in here. No, uh, shout out to Bryce. Yeah, Bryce geez. just did his, um, his first 100 mile ultra marathon, um, last weekend, right? Yeah. The like Mohican one. 20, so, um, 25 hours. That's insane. He got his goal, his Western States golden ticket, which is not a golden ticket. Sorry. He did not get a golden ticket. He, he is now in the lottery for Western States for Western States, which is going on right now. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. That would be a cool thing to do. So yeah, I would go out there and like crew for him. Yeah, I, I actually was reading last year when I was like, I should try and. Do you have to qualify to crew? No, you don't have to qualify to crew. If he does get into Western States, though, we definitely should do that. Um, but just because you get in the lottery, it still takes people, yeah. uh, you know, six or seven years to get into Western States. Assuming he doesn't do any more races in between now and then, which he probably will. The, the more races you qualify in, the higher, you know, the more lottery you get, tickets you oh, get. Oh, I didn't know how that worked. And the more years you're on the lottery, the higher, like, they make it so. I, I mean, I was like, Bryce, I just win one of these races, and then you're into Western States. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you win any of these big ones. Yeah. Uh, I don't, do we, should we look up his time? It was 25 hours. It was like 24, 24 hours. Do you know what place he came in? It was good. Really? Yeah. Like top good. 10 male? No, not top 10, but it was... Um, Let's look up his results live. Just Google like Mohican 100 results. So um, if you don't know what we're talking about, the Western States Endurance Run, which is going on right now, literally as we speak right now, the winner's actually close to probably winning. Is it uh, Jim? Of course. Yeah. Um, it's like the most famous I, ultra I marathon he, in the United States, at do, least. Do you know he... You know that they also... I don't, so, uh, someone was talking, saying this, and I didn't know this, but they also have like a pack horse endurance. And he, and did you know that's how it started? 
I, I didn't, but they do this. They do the pack horse at the same time. Yeah, and the they, humans win. And Jim Wolves. Humans crush the horses. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Know. That's no, that's a fun. No, the Western States I didn't know endurance that. Awesome. run started as a horse racing event. Um, and then it, they just had people running it. But now the runners are so fast that the, the top runners beat the horses. <laughs> It's people on horses too that kind of oh, makes sorry. it. Twenty four minutes, uh, twenty four hours, fifty five minutes. Click for details. I want to see his place. Um, so Bryce did hundred miles in twenty four hours. What fifty? Twenty five hours. Twenty five hours, and he came in two forty four out of four hundred. I think. No, he came in twenty fourth. Twenty fourth out of now. That's probably uh, his age group and gender. So it might not be overall, overall, but he is definitely in the fastest group yeah uh, like males in their 30s are the fastest group so 24th very solid bryce good oh, look, job they, they show like splits on here of like when he hit yep you can see when he starts to slow down yeah um good job bryce yeah, pace so he kept about a 15 minute 1453 yeah right he, he did it in 1453 100 miles so 1453 pace so that's like a um that's what like a four mile an hour Jeez. Four to five mile an hour pace for twenty five straight hours, and obviously he's stopping. Yeah, Jason. Um, Jason Wish needs to step it up. I know. <laughs> well, he's not running, is he? He's doing his like he's 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 setting FDK's hiking. Uh, he it's it's a hybrid. It's this is kind of a hybrid too. Hundred miles, you are not running the whole thing. Absolutely. So anyway, um, shout out to Bryce for doing that. Anyway, the whole this is a great tangent. Bryce is coming to Colorado with us. Um, it'll be Andy, me, Bryce, and our buddy Scott from Endeavor Brewing. Scott uh, has graciously kind of taken uh, the trip leader aspect of this because he's love, been out I there. Love, oh, it's fantastic! I love it when people just tell us what to, where to go, what to just do. Plan the logistics for us. <laughs> just tell me how much it's going to cost me and where I need to be at what time when I'm there. Uh, and we're going to shoot, we're going to shoot, um, a food prep video. So something I, I actually was going to bring up, I'm doing food prep a little bit different with this trip. This is something I was going to tell you. I am going to make a conscious effort this trip to continually supplement with protein throughout the day. And everyone should be doing that instead of carbs, both like, if you go out there for five days, like we're going to do, we're going to probably average burning four to 5,000 calories a day and we'll be eating 3,000. So you're obviously backpacking. You're, you're maintaining this like ridiculous caloric deficit. If you're not getting adequate protein in that deficit, you're just like hemorrhaging lean tissue. And yeah. I never do that. Like I will, like I'm going to, and this is what I mean. I'm going to every day. I'll be having protein bars and then I'm probably going to bring powder in the little blender bottle metal thing and then shake it up in my coffee mug with the lid on it or you could just put it in a water bottle or do that but i can't get the blender you thing you need it in that you don't need the blender in there but dude it's worth like a gram to take that thing it works so well yeah i also thought thought about bringing my tiny little battery powered immersion blender <laughs> i'm not going to obviously we gotta climb 14 i know i'm not i'm not but anyway we're gonna do a whole uh food video for that trip um and that's something I'm going to go into in detail in the food video is like my conscious strategy to keep protein levels as high as possible. And, and, and by as high as possible, I mean aiming for 150 grams of protein a day, Well, I'm which at, is arguably yeah. not enough, honestly, but I, you can't just be crushing protein so, powder and drinks all day. So I'm going to do that as well now that I think about it because 
I can't lose muscle tissue there. Right. And after five days. Yeah. Um, also, shout out. Andy's running the Columbus Full Marathon this year. Yep. You know what my new thing is now? You know what I did today? So my buddy Saunders, he was... Um, He's been waffling for like two years about doing the half with me because the half and the full run the same route. So you know what I did today? I just signed his ass up. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, I'm run. I, uh, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be tomorrow. I'm running between fourteen and fifteen. I'm gonna shoot for uh, that. I'm not gonna run with you tomorrow. I'm not. I'm not into you. You're in better shape than me running right now. Yeah, um, but I, but I I gotta like the so, name of the game. Don't get injured. No, that's I know. the name of the game. So I'm gonna do like 14 or 15 tomorrow, and then next weekend I'm gonna take it down a little bit. Yeah, I mean you got three months. I know, I know. So I'm just gonna like um, the other the really good thing about Columbus. So this gets into my next point. Um, discussing the TRT plans, which have changed a little bit. Uh, we'll get into why. But before I get into why that trip, so doing like a really hard backpacking trip the first week in September, the marathon is mid-October. It's like the perfect cross training to be doing like as you're going into doing the bulk of your running. You just yeah. don't get injured while you're hiking. The problem is, is that September, I got to do two 20 miles. You don't, you do not have to do two 20s. You, you don't do 18 and a 20 or 17 and a 20. You don't need to do, do two 20s. Okay. Uh, you can. You're just going to risk I mean, injury. Yeah. The plan that I'm following is 220s, but you, you could change out that 20 for five days of straight backpacking. That's true. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. So we got the Colorado thing coming up very soon. Um, and then, you know, end of uh, August, early September, we are still doing the Tahoe Rim Trail. Um, huge caveat, though. Uh, I can only do half of it. So uh, what happened was I switched jobs yep. as uh, like most people during coming out of COVID. Um, I didn't switch career fields or anything. I just switched employers. And because I'm, you know, I'm joining an employer halfway through, I don't have as much vacation. So it was either, it was literally, it was either do uh, two weeks on the Tahoe Rim Trail or do a week in Colorado and a week in Tahoe. And that's an easy pick for me. Yeah. So I don't know. What half of the Tahoe Rim Trail will do, we'll try and figure that out. But um, we're only going to be able to do like six or seven days. So actually, to be to be quite honest with you, we'll be able to do more than half of it. Uh, but we'll, we're not going to be doing the whole thing this year. Things change. Life changes. I'm just glad to be able to, be, to do some of it. Um, but yeah, not going to do two weeks in Tahoe. Going to do a week in Colorado and a week in Tahoe. So yeah. I think that's a fair compromise. Uh, some people are saying, uh, this is a good idea. Take a... For your for, for protein on the trail, bro, you just take a small analgene. Of like, protein powder? No, the small analgene that's like this big. Just like to, to use shake. it. But don't you think my idea of using the coffee mug with the lid and the blender bottle will work? That's that's gonna go all over the place. I know you gotta be real. You gotta. <laughs> don't you think if you hold it like this? Do you think if you hold it like this? You know. Uh, okay, that's a good idea though. So, do they make super small analgenes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be heavier. Uh, I want to tell you about, yeah, you're right. I've seen those little ones. Yeah. I want to tell you about a, uh, cool coffee find I had. Let's hear it. So Trader Joe's now makes a, um, ice coffee. Find my coast coasters. No, Trader Joe makes a, a cold brew powder. Really? It's delicious. You've had it. Yeah. I bought it. How does it work? You put a cup, you, uh, you know, you add a couple are. scoops to water and shake. It's really good. So, how is it different than instant coffee? It's cold brew. 
<laughs> I mean, you could do this with instant coffee, right? Yeah, I guess. I think this tastes better, though. And is Starbucks the only one that's making this? No, Trader Joe's. Sorry, it's tra- does it have the other typical Trader Joe's stuff in it? Se- I've never seen. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, this this might not be real science, but <laughs> maybe it's more soluble in cold water. No, that that makes total sense. Yeah. Okay, um, okay so it was good. Hey, Are I'm you bringing that? I don't know. It's delicious. See, I I don't mind. I put it in the blender bottle. I don't mind. Um, hot coffee even in the no, summer no no no, you know? no, no 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 i wasn't saying it's going to replace hot coffee you were going to bring it as well yeah yeah i know um by the way i bought a bunch of uh i bought a bunch of instant black rifle i got i got a bunch for you yeah i'm out of instant coffee i'll give you a bunch i've of never black. been out of instant coffee before i got i got like 20 of them for you um yeah i want to know the coffee loadout for colorado trail will be fun to do that'll be something interesting um but yeah we'll do a whole video on that um we'll we'll do some other videos about colorado but we will be out there for five days so it'll be a legit trip um so we'll have that in july and then you know end of august early september Brittany collins says starbucks has a version too i didn't know that yeah there's no way starbucks is letting trader joe's get the jump on that with the cold brew no i've seen i've seen uh like uh like little packets that you put in but I've never seen like the actual instant version before. All right, next idea. We take a Nalgene, we bring the cold brew packets, and we just have cold brew like being brewed all day. Yeah. Like in won't. our packs because it's like jumping around, you know? So we have like the cold brew Nalgene. We could bring the carafe. <laughs> hey. Hey, well, well. Hey, I'm curious to try this instant cold brew. It's good. Um, it's real good. That's pretty cool. Um, all right. I have a few stories to share. I don't know if we're there yet in the podcast. Sure. There's no there. It's just... It's whatever we want to do. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go straight to the bear attacks? God, the bear attacks have been bad lately. Did you hear about the one last week? I think so. I've heard about a few. Okay. The one in the hammock? Yep. And I am... Okay. They survived, but they went and killed the bear. All right. Okay, so what happened? This story came out June 18th. So, yeah, eight days ago. A 16-year-old female was in a hammock, attacked by a black bear, had to be airlifted uh, by the National Guard, actually, to a hospital. Mm -hmm. Do you know where this occurred? Was it the Smokies? The second site we stayed at at the Smokies. (laughs) Site 29. Wow. I texted Bryce. I saw so whenever I see a bear attack in the Smokies, I'm like, here we go again. And I immediately texted Bryce the article. I should pull it up. Um, I should pull it up. Um, if you just Google Smokies bear attack, it came out like last week. Why are you on the Seanock Outdoors? Uh, somebody right made now? a good <laughs> suggestion about for for your cold brew. About oh, we could use a Seanock thing, like a collapsible for cold brew. Yeah, or anything. It's not a bad idea, protein. actually. That's not a bad idea. I um, love the ideas. Keep them coming. Um, so anyway, wait. Oh. Kern collapsible cups. Cnoc has a great collapsible cup. Okay, this is this could be a good idea. Well, Andy, yeah, look at that. Oh yeah, Kern yeah. collapsible cup. Let's yeah. check that out. That's cheap too. Thirteen bucks. How much do they weigh? Um, Eleven wait. grams. Heyo, that's pretty good. Is that is that lighter than? My plastic cup. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, all right. We got to check out these cups. Anyway, whenever there is a smoky, if there's a bear attack in Tennessee, I'm like, all right, got to be in the Smokies. So 
I went to read about it. And every time there's a bear attack in the Smokies, I text Bryce and I go, hey, Bryce, was this where we were? We should pull up the video. So if you go to our Smokies um, uh, trip we did with Dan Becker and Bryce in December, the second site we stayed at, site 29, is where this attack occurred. Also, that was a nice site. Not the first time a person has been ripped out of their hammock by a black bear in the Smokies, might I add, which is also scary. I mean, there's, I feel like it's 10 times scarier thinking about it in a hammock. Don't you? Because in the hammock, I mean, the bear can, in a tent, at least you've got, I mean, they'll rip through the walls super fast, but at least you've got some space between your face and the bear. Dude, in a hammock, I mean, you can have a bear could just go right up to you and just, and it's, it's, it's ripping you out of there with its mouth, by the way. That's a key point to know here. Like yeah. it's not grabbing you and taking you out of the hammock. It's biting you and ripping you out of the hammock. Now I, I should say that the good news, this woman, uh, this girl, woman, she's 16 is going to be fine. I mean, she had to be life. She had to be airlifted to the hospital. So I, I, the article did not go into the severity of the injuries. Well, I mean, like where, and also like, where would you airlift them from? There? She went to UT t- Tennessee. No, no, no. I mean like, cause I know that site you're like, where? they, they do some, they probably do something where uh, the, the winch okay. cable comes down with the stretcher. Right. Unfortunately, they're probably well-versed about taking people out from bear attacks from yeah. there. Um, they probably, you know, that right, like what you see with like the Navy people in the water, they probably send the winch down with the backboard and bring them out. The interesting thing is, though, the article did not say when the attack occurred. And I'm assuming it happened at night because she was in the hammock, but they airlifted her out at nine in the morning. That's I was like, that's interesting. Well, maybe they well, I, I don't know. But because uh, like, OK, so I don't want to play the. uh I don't want to maybe play. they're like I, maybe it's not that they don't think it's that bad in the morning like oh crap she needs to she needs to go to the hospital but you would think or maybe they had to send some, maybe you know we got cell service at that site though so question I don't want to do the whole victim blaming thing but was there a reason like specifically like food related they don't talk about it okay. all Bryce said was I'm glad I hung my food that night <laughs> <laughs> no the article did not say that and I would think. That site has bear hanging devices readily there. I would think they're probably being fine about their food, but it doesn't say. Um, the article was pretty vague. Um, obviously, they killed the bear, yeah, <laughs> which is sad. I mean, you got to though. I mean, yeah. you got to got to kill that thing. Um, I wonder if they eat the bear. You think? <laughs> Trash bears. Like that's a that's not a terrible point though. Like, what, do they, what do they do with it? Didn't say. They probably destroy it. Well, what is, what does that mean? I don't know. Do they burn it? Yeah. Really? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. We got a bear burn. <laughs> what do they do? No, that's I mean, disgusting. Yeah, it's a real question though. What do they do? Like these ones that they have to euthanize. Like, what do they do with them? What, what is it? A crazy idea to just let like coyotes or other bears eat them? Wait, you probably wouldn't do that though. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to draw camp, things to it. It's a great question. And then depending on how they euthanize it, well, <laughs> they just shoot it. Um, that's what am I talking about? They don't trank it or anything. So people in the chat are being very helpful. So Rotor Medic Vance says press release said food was properly stored. Okay. 
The article has statements from the Rangers vouching for the family. Local news, so this is Atod saying local news said they did all the preparations correctly. Okay, that's good. Oh, but that's scarier. Yeah, that's worse. You always want to have like something that you can blame so that you can feel better. And right? meanwhile, old Bryce is literally sleeping with his food bag. It was that's going to make you think twice about doing that. But were they hibernating when we were there? Listen, that's technically we were there in the winter, so you could say yes. But the 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 idea that all bears hibernate is a myth. Not all bears hibernate. Um, now, we were there; it was freezing cold, probably. But not all bears hibernate. But it does make you think twice about Mike K said landfill. <laughs> that's that's probably right. Yeah. But then you got to think if it's a big bear and it's somewhere hard, they're not going to extract it, right? I don't think I don't know. Like, did they shoot? I mean, they shoot it, right? Yeah. Like, they probably, like, did they, like, how do they do it? Like, in a helicopter? Or, like, do they just, like, send in Bubba with, like, a high-powered rifle? I, I don't know. I imagine it's the Rangers. And then they how just... How do they track it down, though? That's So, the... the um, Will they bait so, it? So, true story. In the article, they talk about the family identified the bear. <laughs> which, first off... How do they do that? I have so many questions yeah. about how this went down, like... So, oh wait, flight out during the daylight to winch area between two ridges. So that means, okay, so maybe they notified search and rescue at night and search and rescue's like, hey, if it's not life, life threatening, like we can't get to you till the morning. I mean, that site, that site, you are, you're, you're, five, you're five miles from the car. Yeah. So it's all if down, it's, it's all downhill, it's all downhill, and if it's something where it's life threatening and, and you're not suspecting like a spinal cord injury, I mean, you're carrying them out. I mean, you could get to the car in two hours mm -hmm. if you were busting it. So you got to think. In my head, I'm like, okay, they probably assess the situation at night, and we're like, hey, we can wait. But then it's like they had to be life flighted out. It couldn't have been that. Like it had to be somewhat serious, yeah, right? The, yeah, if they're life flighting, there's. Probably. So then why did they wait till the morning? I would think search and rescue would be equipped to do this sort of thing at night. Well, maybe safety. Of maybe they couldn't get them to the extraction yeah. place at night. You bring well, up a valid point. Well, the helicopter. They probably, but okay. So like once they get you to the road, let's say they hiked you out to the road where like a vehicle can pick you up. Probably, but then you would have a vehicle come pick them up. You wouldn't have a helicopter. Yeah, but maybe they wanted to get her to a hospital quicker. That's a fair point. That's a, that's a great point. But then why, why wouldn't have they life flighted him out at night or hiked him back to the car at night oh yeah brian okay so brian jakura in the chat said i believe they tested the bear afterward and found human blood that's true oh but yeah they they're not doing that until after they kill it yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh there's bear all right we'll just like we're just gonna double check now no the article did say the family the people identified the bear um and i think they also said that these the park service they found multiple bears in that area and I guess the family identified the one, and they just kill it. Yeah. I still have questions. I'm I'm very happy that this girl is okay. Yes, that's oh god. Like, um, she was treated for injuries, but I don't think it's like like it's obviously serious. But I don't think it's like you, you know what's crazy though. Like I remember when we were going to that trip, um, we were debating bear spray. We absolutely were debating bear spray. And I didn't take mine. When neither of us took it, and. I'm uh, definitely bringing yeah, bear spray. Yeah, that's that's changing from now on. Are you bringing bear spray to Colorado? I don't know. I can't fly with it. I'd have to buy it out there. I will definitely be bringing bear spray to the Tahoe Rim Trail. Yeah, I uh, did it last th time I was there. There was a there was a bear attack in Tahoe. Somebody said that in here. Really? 
Yeah, somebody said that. The um, So if you think there's a lot of bears in the Smoky Mountains out there in that Tahoe area, there are so many. And they're black bears primarily. But, I mean, where we live in the Midwest, when we think of human black bear interaction, we think of the Smoky Mountains. But in that, that Lake Tahoe area, I mean, people, a lot of people live in Lake Tahoe. Um, and you got bears, I mean, no joke. And you can Google it. It's hilarious. You got bears going into convenience store gas stations and eating stuff out of there. You got bears in people's pools. I mean, you got like, you just, you don't see that sort of thing in the Midwest. Um, but in Tahoe, you got freaking black bears ever. And to just make it way worse, dude, the black bears in Tahoe are big. Like they're not like the black bears in the Smokies. The ones you generally see are not like super big. They're still big enough to like do some damage. But the bears, dude, have you seen those Tahoe bears? They're big. Mm-hmm. They're real big. Oh, somebody C O A R O A S says you can fly with bear spray. I've done it at least a dozen times. Really? Okay, I didn't know that. Thanks. I've thanks. I'm always on. God help you if that goes off in your luggage. <laughs> you're you're triple bagging that's that thing. Well, I'm putting it in like a tube, like a. Now, can you fly with canister fuel? Probably not. I don't know. It's super like flammable. Okay, I didn't know that. I always, um, whenever we have to go somewhere that requires bear spray, <laughs> I mean, I've only done it once. You just buy one out there and then leave it at the trailhead. And I hate doing that because it is littering. So like last time, we, you know, we left it with our sister. Um, but you do see people leave it like at the trailhead marker. So at least like instead of throwing it away, someone can use it. Um, but that's good to know you can fly with it. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's awesome. The bears in Yosemite are cinnamon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, because you see them and, and they look like uh, brown bear, like coastal brown bear, but they're actually just really light colored uh, black bear. Yeah, and, and that, that's very true. Even the ones in California, um, the black bears in California, you see they're like, they call them cinnamon black bears. Uh, they're, they're just brown bears. They don't like, I guess cinnamon's brown. No canister fuel. Yes to Esbit. Oh, interesting. Esbit's still super flammable. Kind of makes sense. Canister fuel is pressurized i guess and you know planes they f with the pressurization depending on where it is like if it's it's not gonna i wonder if you could carry it on carry on the bear spray no i mean the canister fuel mm, I, don't I guess you can't do any of it um that's good to know but you can can you pack uh i guess you can pack alcohol fuel with you right a heat can you mm, i don't know i would love it if people know this and put it in the chat um I mean, luckily for our two trips, we don't have to worry about that. We'll just pick it up when we get out there. But it would be nice to know if you can do something like that. Nicholas is in the chat. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, next bear-related thing. And I want to see if I can do this from... Oh, wait. If I can do this from my... Uh, I'm getting too old. I can't see that stuff anymore. You can see the cursor right yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't see it when it goes up there. right? Okay, so check this out. Uh, I want to see if I can um, play this from here. I can. All right. So I'm going to show you guys. Some of you may have seen this. Um, you've probably seen this. Oh, right? yeah. Where the, where the girl sucker punches. Yeah. So this punches. is in, um, we'll watch it here. This is in Utah. There's a bear. Yep. Ready? Yep. So I'm going to pause for dramatic effect. That is a cinnamon black bear mm-hmm. here we go look at this woman wait for it wait for it wait for it balls of steel 
balls of steel. Okay. <laughs> it messed up her finger. No crap. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. There's a. Well, first, okay. Did you see this? Did you see it take a swipe at the dog? Yeah. I watched an interview with this lady. I was like, look at. So first off, like right. I think it's right there. Did you see that? Like, I'm surprised that dog right there. I'm surprised that dog. Maybe it was unscathed. You see how fast that bear attacked her? Yeah. Attacked that dog with the swipe? Yeah. So fast. I think, does it do it again? Yeah, look at that. I mean, they're so... Uh, sorry, I gotta just... I just want to watch this again. Like, they're so... Look at... Oh, that one was... That! That is so freaking fast. Um, so my question was... <laughs> first off, okay. You have a dog now. Pretty cute dog. Yep. Are you doing that? Dang, that dog's I dead. I don't know. I might punch like, the bear. Would, would you advise someone to do that? No, and they interviewed the girl, and she's like, that was the dumbest thing ever. When I saw this, first off, I'm like, mad props to this woman. I, I, I assume, I've never been in a situation like this, but I assume in this situation, like, your, you know, your decision-making is so fast, and, like, you're just instinctual, and this woman but, just saw her dogs being yeah. attacked, and you just go after it. So I get yeah. that. See, our dog, if a bear swiped at it, she'd just, dead. She, she would, yeah, she'd either be dead or she'd run away and cowl. Yeah, so a couple of things. I didn't think about that aspect. It was very interesting to me that these dogs had no fear of this bear. I know, that's weird. And the other thing that is worth mentioning, as you can see in the video, the bear is a mama bear with cubs, yes. which as you know, most people know is like literally the most dangerous bear-related situation you can put yourself in. Um. I'm trying to think what I would do in this situation. I don't know. Certainly if it was like your child, you're going out there. Oh, yeah. 100%. There's an attachment to dogs. I know. I know. But I, I feel like your dog's, A, just a goner, no, which is not the case here. No. The other thing is like the bear is on that precipice, right? So, so in your mind, you're probably thinking I got a good shot at pushing him. Like if that bear is on the ground... I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm confronting... I don't think I'm running up and punching the bear, but I think I'm going to the safe... I think I'm going to grab there, it. No, there's no way you're going to be fast enough. Well, fast enough for what? To go get a firearm, go out there, take care of the bear in the time frame to save the dog. Yeah, I don't know about the You dog. got like five seconds. I don't think, I don't a think bear I'm... is eating your puppy in two seconds. Yeah, I'm punching the bear. You're going out there. Yeah. You're going out there. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I'm going after the bear. And then you think, okay, we have this discussion. What's your strategy? Now, this woman... <laughs> Obviously, correct strategy. She yeah. knows the bear is on the precipice of this ledge, and it's not going to take a ton of force uh, so, to push it so, off the other hold, side. Hold on a second. I don't think I she, like how we we diagnose these events on the so, podcast so, now. I'm sorry, but like she is not thinking about that. She's not thinking about like, oh, the bear is in a weak position right now. No, you're it. probably right. She's yeah. like, get the f off of my dogs. Yeah, right. No, I agree with that. I'm saying I, she's she's somewhat lucky in yeah. that she had a pretty easy way to yeah. track this bear. If that wall is not there and those bears are just hanging out, yeah. the dogs are dead and the woman's dead. Don't I'm you think? Yeah, I'm grabbing a lawn chair. <laughs> so that's another great question. Now, do we see anything in this? That did we see I, anything? I, I don't see. This anything. is in Utah, by the way. Yeah. And when I first saw this, this came out like three or four weeks ago. This is this is why damn dogs. So, yeah, damn dogs. So, first off, you bring up a good point. Obviously, well, not obviously, if most people know, the, the, the biggest factor in human bear interactions, while hiking at least, is off-leash dogs. 
which makes total sense. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why these dogs, I guess they're just territorial, why they're going after this bear. Defending their yard. I mean, clearly this bear, it, I mean, this is not a small bear. No. That was a big bear. I mean, way bigger than that dog. And like, I, I guess just defending the territory, you know, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what I would do. I mean, clearly you're going out there. Yeah, you're going out there. Yeah. But are you taking the time to grab something? I'm going to grab whatever I can find, I guess. You're right. I, I don't have time to go to this. You stage. do not have the time, but maybe if you have a, a house gun that's located close to the door are you doing that okay oh, next oh, question I mean, of course if i had a house gun i'm grabbing it are you yeah but i don't have it that's no i know let's say you're carrying yeah. let's say you have a gun on you are you drawn and firing i don't and you're like there's a house right there no i think i'm i think i'm putting around in the sand that's probably the best thing. Scare it off. But but like this is all us talking about like reviewing a video. Well, like, it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can. I, I think I'm putting it around in the sand. Um, and then you're the, not, dude. You're shooting that bear. I don't know. You I think, got five seconds to react. I, okay, if the bear had the dog. This is no. This is the situation. You see your dog going out after the bear. You know the bear is going to f up your dog. But You've in, got like oh, this woman. Well, should we count? Well, hold on a second. In this situation, the bear swiped at the dog. But if the bear was holding the dog or like was actively, yeah, I'm shooting the bear for sure. All right, hold on. Let's see how much time uh, this woman has to react. So okay, you got to bear with us, people. The cursor. What the? <laughs> the cursor is super small. Um, all right, ready. One, two, three, four. Yeah, see the bears five, just swiping at the dog. Six. I think I'm putting seven. You got seven. Dude, I could watch this a hundred times. But did you see how? Did you see how once the dogs encountered the bear? Look at the dogs just running away. They ran away, <laughs> but then so they ran away, which is perfect. What? So why is the person going out there? She thought I didn't realize that. She thought her dogs were in danger. No, no, but all the dogs run away, right? But then they were then. Oh no, there's still a little one out there. Oh. You can't see it because of this thing. There is a little one there to the left. Yeah. See the, the see the bear. This is I just this, I love diagnosing this like it's a play hey, on Monday Night Football. There's a there's a uh, boom. There, there's a great uh, meat eater video that just got put out about uh, about uh, firearms versus bear spray. What's the synopsis? Take both. <laughs> that is a cop out answer. <laughs> I though. know. I know it is. When are you answer. ever yeah. okay? So let's let's diagnose that logic. And do you know any more about why they said that? Uh, no. It's just they. No, it. Because that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's because the video was sponsored by Taurus. Oh, it was was sponsored by a gun manufacturer. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense to me. Because if I have both at the ready, maybe maybe the logic is you use the bear spray first, and if that doesn't work, you use the gun. But But I'm grabbing the gun. Well, one of the yeah, I don't know. Then I think I then I think to myself. Let's say, but, but one of the points that's so interesting, it's a great video. And they interview this one guy who had a viral video who got attacked by a bear and he survived and he's taken video of, of himself. I've seen that his, one. He's like face. mauled. Yeah. yeah. So they're talking to that's him. That's a great story, by the way. Yeah. But the whole point of it is, is that either whether it's gun or bear spray, the attacks happen so quickly that like you better know how to get to your stuff. I, I totally agree yeah. with that. I totally agree with that. And I can't even fathom, like, how fast do you think you need to be? They, Five seconds? It's like three seconds. Because you see how fast they move. Yeah. I mean, when you when you you always hear the stuff, you're like, oh, I think this is BS. We're like, oh, like a bear can run as fast as, like, so, Usain Bolt. And you're like, oh, that's nonsense. Yeah, and then, so like, yeah. then you see them, and you're like, like, we saw them run away from us. And, like, they're just so, like, they're 
because they run on all fours. Like their yeah. stride is so long, and they and like uphill or downhill doesn't matter to them. Like, okay, I can see how you have like three to five seconds to react. Yeah, I think I regardless of like regardless of bear spray or gun, I think the the um it's the the reaction time, and they did they had like a an inert. Well, they had a uh, a can of pepper spray without the pepper in it. Okay, so it's like pressurized. Whatever. Yeah. And they had like a bear silhouette on like a remote control. Just coming at you? Yeah. Oh, and that's like cool. You, and you have to turn around and like missed it every time. I've thought about doing that. Like going out, out to some land and us taking our packs and just practicing. Yeah. Like just practice. how quick can you get it out? Because I'll, I'll carry it right here in the light yeah. AF. Yeah. You know, that's probably where you'd carry it. Like how quick, but you don't have the fear. You don't have the fear aspect in that. And like, like stuff's. Like you're you're just not gonna react as well in a fear based situation than when training. So it's just like that aspect, yeah, and I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I like. Do, are you now? Do you think more about a bear attack being in a hammock now? Hearing these stories. Because okay, here, here, here's what I will say: If a bear, an aggressive bear, is entering a camp, and it sees multiple targets, it's going for the hammock. Why do you think? Wouldn't it be going based off a of smell? I think it would still go in the hammock. Why hammock versus a tent? Like you're saying just solely based on the shelter type? Correct. I am. And it, why? I will say in a tent, first off, you don't have netting surrounding you on all four sides. You got to think that's going to at least help keep in the odor. So easier access, I would agree. Right. But I think, I still think the, from an, okay, you're saying, you're saying from an odor perspective. I, I don't know if it's odor. I'm just saying if I'm a bear and I'm entering camp and I want to F somebody up, I'm going to see a person in a hammock. I'm going to see that entity in there versus in a tent. Yeah. It's just, they're, they're probably seeing a tent and associating it with people. Cause these are smoky mountains bears. So you're talking about like the freak territorial bear that wants to just, I'm just saying if a human, if you're going into a camp and I'm, and you're planning to hurt somebody, you're going to, the, the person in the hammock is the easiest target. Cause like you can see them. Yeah. You know, you could probably smell them easier. I'd like to know what hammock she was in. Did she have a tarp down? I'd like to know all these things. <laughs> I know. I would too. Did the mare, bear like get through the tarp? I don't know. That's just that's, so I, many questions. Yeah. I don't like the fact that this happened at the site we stayed at. <laughs> and you know what? Should we bring it up? But okay. Now these statistics. Oh God, I can't see anything. These statistics won't make sense, but there has been way more bear attacks on tents than there are hammocks, but that's because there's way more usage of tents. Yeah, that's a very skewed statistic. Yep. I want to show everybody this site. Okay. All right. Can you see the thumbnail? Right there. I'm going to show you all. I'll bring it up on the screen. <laughs> um, this I just, is a great trip. Yeah, this is a great trip. I'm just going to show you all the, the, um, the no, site. This is the first going. night. Just let me scrub through it. I'm not going to. You guys don't need to see this. Because um, So this is, if you're just curious, this is site... Um, 20, now 29. Yeah. In the, this will be kind of tough to discern because this is in the winter when we did this trip. Um, but this is Smokey's, uh, site 29. Oh, somebody's, uh, oh, how he got ahead of us. Well, we are there. So here it, it's really hard to discern. Whoa. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> it's my own fault for putting the ad in right here. Um, so you can kind of see. Oh, it's really hard to see. So it's it's basically like a um it's not a very wide open site. No, it's it's skinny. There's it's like skinny and narrow. And so what you're seeing here is um this is basically where all the tents are. 
And um, up to the left, I don't have a shot of it. Up to the left, these are where the bear, uh, the bear food hanging things Look are. Cables. Yeah, this is us seeing Dan. I just wanted you could just see us. Okay, it's in the snow. I get it's really hard to discern what this is, but um, there's a river right here. There's a gully right here, and it's probably what. It's narrow. Like 25, 30 20, feet. I was going to say 20 to 30 feet across right here. And the bear, the other thing is you got to assume the bear is probably entering from the trail. Would you Would you make that assumption? No, I think it would actually be coming down the you hill. You think it's coming from here? So there's, trail, there's a trail up here. The main trail access is behind the camera. It's right here. So we're walking from the trail uh, into the site. And the site opens up down here. And there's like, there's just stuff right here. Um, and there's a creek right here. So you think they're coming from up here? I have no They're idea. not coming from here. I, I don't know. I always assume bears take the trail. Yeah, you're probably right you about know? that. You're probably right about that. This it, is just it, worthless to show people. It just looks like snow. <laughs> uh, somebody, uh, uh, hold on. Rotor Medic Vance said that a bear destroyed a duplex weeks before in the Smokies. What? House? A human a human built house? No, I think a Z-Pax. Oh, a Z-Pax duplex. <laughs> Dude, a bear would... I, was, I don't know why I thought like a house, a duplex, like a house. A bear is gonna. A bear would go through Dyneema like a hot knife through butter, dude. Yeah, at least it's ripstop. <laughs> Can you imagine? The, the like duplex isn't ripstop. Yeah, Dyneema's ripstop. I thought ripstop and Dyneema were two different things. Well, ripstop is a function. I thought there's a it's fabric like, called ripstop. Well, no, you have a ripstop, which is like a grid. So, like, if it gets ripped. Well, it's not bear-proof. No, it's definitely not bear-proof. Dyneema, if you thought it was. <laughs> now, I want to know more about that. Was someone in the duplex? Why was a bear attacking a duplex? Did they leave food in there? Was it Bryce? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, hey, on the it, same it, trip, hey, the night it, before, Bryce slept with his food bag. If it was a duplex, and it's around, you know, a month ago or whatever, those are through hikers yeah yeah you're right i didn't think about that i didn't think this woman who got attacked could have been a through hiker mm -hmm. i know she's with her family most likely not um so long story short are you still worried about in a hammock versus a tent sure i'm scared yeah but like i'm saying if, if you were to sleep in a tent would you feel better about no, it? no not at really all. No. i do it's just like a weird thing no. at least i have like two feet I must say though, like at least oh, that's great though because if you're in the hammock and I'm in the tent, at least you, they're going to you first. Like we'll the, give you the bear spray. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets caught on the bug netting. I'm always curious, at least because like I always sleep in a hammock with my head like right at the bug netting, and like one time I woke up in River Gorge and David Gray's dog was right in my face yeah. and scared the living crap out of me, and I'm like, well, a bear could just do there and just grab my face. So the Z packs. As people are talking about this, I can't. Okay, so somebody needs to tell us about this Z Pack situ duplex situation. Go, give it a quick Google there. Okay. Google just just Google Z Pack's duplex bear attack and <laughs> see what comes up. I'll be hilarious if a news article comes up because like the headline of the article was, <laughs> "Go to news." No. No. Mm -mm. No, nothing comes up. Um, yeah, I would be curious to hear this story. I would, yeah, do it. I feel like it'd have to be a through hiker if it was someone using a duplex in the Smokies. Ah, weekend warriors like us. Duplex is a great tent. Yeah. Not bear proof. Not bear proof. Not bear proof. They should make a tent out of the stuff that they make those bags out of. 
like a oh the um yeah dude that's it'd be so heavy it'd weigh like 30 pounds so andy's talking about you can get those ursacs that yeah. are made out of kevlar dude not a terrible idea if you're going to a Fognac Island, that's what the uh, it's got to be lighter than those electrified fences they carry. That's what Grizzly Man should have had. That guy. <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right. Okay. A lot of a lot of good chat in the uh, going on about best caliber in the chat. Right I would now. like to know the answer to that. That uh, what is the best bear caliber? I don't know. Would the biggest one? Yeah, a deer slug. <laughs> Smith and what? Smith and Wesson 500. I see 10 millimeter. I see. Oh, a lot of gun chat. All right. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Another thing I wanted to bring up um, because we talked about it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I have an ad blocker. Deal with it. Um, wait. Oh, yep. I want to bring this up because of the last podcast last week. The. Um, UFO report got released. Yeah, I so I I haven't read uh, in depth, but I read bullet points. Here's on it. all you need to know. It's like 143 uh, unexplained sightings. Uh, 144 unexplained sightings by the military over the course of 17 years. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a dozen a year. I think I saw a bullet point that's and this is obvious that said like no no sign no, nothing to say like alien life. Agreed. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm not saying it's aliens. I didn't like how they said they know for a fact it's not some other country's technology. You don't know. You don't know that. Um, I just thought the sheer volume. I know we're not going to talk about UFOs, but the sheer volume. This is 144. Just ones they're disclosing. You obviously know the super cool ones. They're not going to disclose even if it needs to be. Yeah. 144 or, or sightings it, by be, the military. It'll be on the report. It'll just be all redacted. That's like, that's not like five. Yeah. That's not even like 50. That's 144 that, that have been disclosed by pilots. So, you know, there's way more that pilots didn't talk about. Yeah. I, when I saw that number, I was a little bit, I thought they'd be like 10. Like ten really good ones, like the go the ones we talked about in the last the last podcast, a hundred and forty four. Mm -hmm. That's a lot, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, all right. I wanted to talk more about hiking on this podcast than we did, but that's okay. We talked a lot about Britney Spears there at the beginning. Hashtag free Britney. Uh, we talked a lot about bear up. attacks. Um, We'll be back next week. We got some guests coming on. Yeah. Andy and I like to sprinkle in these just, you know, uh, we like just to, us ones kind of fun, interact with you guys. Yeah. And, you know, when we have guests on, we kind of ignore the chat. I don't really love that. But uh, good times. I, I did want to actually, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up, because we really started doing this, like the just you and me live stuff when COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And I know I went out to dinner last night. We went out to dinner too. COVID's gone. It's it, COVID ended like three weeks ago. I mean, um, and I'm not, I don't disagree with any of this. Um, no masks, no, you know, one thing that has stuck around that I like, no menus. I like it. I don't need a menu. I got my phone. They, they obviously were like, if you'd like a paper menu, you can have one. I was we, like, oh no, I got my phone. I don't we, care. Last night we got the classic menu. Like you got a physical menu. Mm -hmm. Where'd you go? You can say where you went. Yeah, we went to Top Steakhouse. Oh, okay, you went to a fancy place. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. If you go to a fancy steakhouse, they're not going to be like, "All right, whip out your smartphone." Yeah, 
but they, I like and, it. And they had a, it's less less things I need to deal with at the table. They have a fine bourbon selection. What'd you get? I got some antique. Was, was that the best one they had? No, they had they had some nice stuff there. Why? What was the nicest one they had? I'm always curious. Oh, they had some. They had blends. No, no, no. They had the nicest stuff they had. They had some like really fine, expensive cognacs and some uh, some really expensive scotches. But I don't how know. much was the antique pour? Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That's not terrible. But you know what's crazy? To give you a good pour. Yeah, I yeah. was at a. Uh, we had a work happy hour a few weeks ago and. The place we went to at Blanton's, and it was $8 a four. What? Mm-hmm. Where if was you, this? It was at the Winking Lizard. They have Blanton's at the Winking Lizard yeah, for they, $8? Yeah, they have a they have a whiskey room. You should just go and get like 10 $8 pours and just, just fill like, a bottle up. Like, but I mean, if you think about it, it's a $50 bottle. So I would pay $80 for a bottle of Blanton's. Really? Do you think there's 10 pours? I would. I would go up to $100 for Blanton's. Really? Blanton's is worth it's worth seventy five to one hundred dollars. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. I've got a bottle and a half. You got your bottle. I have a bottle. I know. Um, okay. All right, folks. We'll be back next week. Will we be back next Friday? Is there anything going on next Friday? I think we'll be back next oh, Friday. No, we can't next. No. Friday. Well, late night on Friday. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a Thursday. Because next week it's the Fourth of July. Busy weekend. We have stuff going on Friday. Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week at some point. Uh, we got guests lined up. Uh, we got some special people. We're going to get some. Well, I'm not I'm not going to give it away. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away. You just yeah. you got to pay attention. Yep. Get on the Instagram. We usually announce who we're bringing on the Instagram. Yep. Um, all right. It's a Saturday. Thank you all for watching. We have a decent amount of people. A lot of people talked. Uh, yeah. Good comments. Anything else? No, no. I, it's it's uh, I'm loving this. uh I'm loving how everything's opening up again. So. Yeah, it's good. It was nice to go to a restaurant and I like, I didn't have a mask. My mask was in the car and I was like, oh crap, I forgot my mask. I'm like, I don't need a mask anymore. All right. This is why we put up with this nonsense. Like, this is why I got vaccinated. Yeah. I don't need a mask. Yeah. Right. Yep. Just let me order a beer. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. See ya. Bye bye.